Welcome to the fifth of six Al-Anon Family Group podcasts, especially recorded to introduce you to Al-Anon meetings. Al-Anon Family Groups are for families and friends of people who have a drinking problem. We believe this is a family illness and that improved attitudes can aid recovery. The topic for discussion today is, how did I feel at my very first Al-Anon meeting? Everyone in the meeting is welcome to speak. No one gives advice. In an Al-Anon meeting, we share on the topic in a reasonable amount of time based on the number of people who are in the group, and then we let someone else talk. Our participants today will introduce themselves by first name and tell us how they felt at their very first Al-Anon meeting. If they choose to, they may share whether a face-to-face Al-Anon meeting was what they expected, or if it turned out to be something different. Any opinions that our participants offer will be their own. They invite you to take what you like and leave the rest. Remember, in Al-Anon, we share our experience, strength, and hope so we can make up our own minds about what is happening in our lives and what we might want to do about it. We keep the focus on our actions and behavior and not on someone else. Hi, my name is Kathy. And I remember when I had gone to my first Al-Anon meeting, I didn't know what to expect. It was the day that my husband had gotten out of treatment, and he informed my son and I that we were all going to enter recovery. And my son at the time was 11. The meeting that he had taken us to had AA Al-Anon and Alateen, and we were fortunate enough to have been able to participate in a beginner's meeting. While my son and I were sitting in the beginner's meeting, I know that I was apprehensive and scared. I didn't know what to expect. I listened to what the person was saying, which I now know was talking about the fellowship, recovery, and the tools that we used. But at the time, I just sat there thinking, why am I here? Why do I have to change? What did I do? If he would only stop drinking, our life would be better. And as we sat there for, I think, the 40 minutes for the beginner's meeting, my son and I just kept looking at each other. And after everything was, after the meeting was over, we were asked if we had any questions. We immediately said no, because at that point, who knew what to even ask? And when the meeting was over, we were told to, for me to go into the one meeting, my son went into the Alateen meeting, and then for the next hour, we were both in our own perspective, uh, respective meetings. While I was sitting in that meeting, again, I still continued to think that, you know, these people were out of their mind. I didn't understand how we could all get together and talk about the drinking and how our lives were affected. If we sat there and only complained about what the people that we had loved the most did to us, how that helped us. And by the end of the meeting, I was told that, you know, we keep the focus on ourselves, and that we've all been in the same situations together and that we all at one point have felt pretty much what everyone else feels. I still was unsure as the meeting had closed, and I remembered that they offered a phone list and suggested that we call people in between the meetings. And I can say that when the meeting was over, I went to someone, I asked them for the phone list. They didn't have one at that time. 
and I stood there for maybe four seconds and gave people an opportunity to come up and talk to me, and when they didn't, within those four seconds, I ran out of the room and went and found my husband and wanted to leave. And that was probably the most scary moment that I had in the beginning of my recovery because of not knowing what to expect. But I can say that after all of that and continuing to come back, I have learned that Al-Anon is definitely a place for me and that I can learn how to make changes myself. And I want to thank you for letting me share. Thanks, Kathy. Kathy. Hi, my name is Carol. And thinking back, oh, I was so afraid going to my first meeting, um, and I felt real alone, and I was very nervous. Um, I didn't know what to expect at all. I went there trying to find out how to get my husband to stop drinking because everything I did wasn't working. And um, somebody had suggested to me, and I never heard of Al-Anon, so I thought, well, I'll give it a try. Um, I remember I was confused. Uh, they were having a meeting on detachment, and I, I didn't understand. And uh, when it came my turn to talk, um, they said, you can share what you'd like, and if you want, you can pass. And I was able to get out my words saying, you know, I don't understand what's going on. I'm afraid. Um, I'm scared. I just want to get my husband to stop drinking. And um, they told me that it's okay to keep coming back, that I didn't cause it, that I can't control it, and I can't cure it. And the warmth and welcome I felt in that room made me able to come back again because um, if I didn't feel that warmth and welcome, I wouldn't be able to go back. I was um, didn't feel so alone when I left that room. When everyone was finishing, I can remember people were laughing and hugging and, and sharing, you know, giving, talking with each other, and, and I didn't know any of these people. And, and one lady just came up to me, and she says, it's okay, just keep coming back, you know. Try, try us for at least six meetings, and uh, you'll be okay. And hearing those words, I'll be okay, really helped me and was able for me to bring myself back to the meeting the next week. And um, I enjoy Al-Anon. It has helped me so much. I really appreciate everything that I've learned there and the people that have shared with me. Um, and with that, I pass. Thank you. Thanks, Carol. Thanks, Carol. Uh, my name is Jim. And when I uh, when I started Al-Anon, um, in, in my area, there weren't a lot of men in the group. And um, I remember my wife being in uh, treatment for about three weeks, and her counselor, when, whenever we'd have a couples meeting, she kept saying, you know, go to Al-Anon, go to Al-Anon. And, and uh, my mother-in-law would say that. And I always thought that Al-Anon was the ladies' auxiliary of AA. And my first meeting I went to, there was about 10 or 12 women in there, and just me. And... Um, there's one other new person that day, and uh, I got there early, 15 minutes early before the meeting because I thought I was going to get this all straightened out quick and get my wife sober, and uh, I figured if I started 15 minutes earlier, that would be better. So uh, as I sat there listening to the, uh, the people in the meeting who had been there for a number of years, and uh, all living with active alcoholism. And I thought, how, how can they possibly live with somebody in active alcoholism that long? And they all seemed to be in a really good mood. And um, when it came to me, uh, I started telling what was going on in my life. And, and it was like seconds into my my uh, my story, I, I you know I started 
crying and blubbering and you know I felt really really sort of embarrassed after that that you know I, I had lost my control and uh, then there was one other person that was new a woman that was sitting next to me and she had a, she had an attitude about her she was really ticked off about the whole thing because she was there because her husband was a drunk and he should straighten up so their lives would be okay and that was and and the the ladies in the group just kept telling us well you know just keep coming back and things will be revealed to you that we'll get to see more and more what the program's about but 25 minutes into the meeting um this guy comes walking in he sits down and uh he was japanese i found out later and uh he said a couple words in English and then he started talking and in, in, he was talking in Spanish. I mean Spanish, in Japanese. And uh, as he's going on and on, everybody's nodding their heads and he says, yeah, yeah, that's, that's true, you know, just keep coming back, keep coming back. And I was thinking, not only do they know what we're talking about, but they can also understand Japanese. I was, that really, really shocked me for a moment there. But uh, as I as I look back on my time in Al-Anon, I see it's just that they're just listening, and that's what the important part was. They're listening, they weren't judging, and uh, they're ready to be there for us. And uh, that's the important thing that I got on my first meeting. Thank you for listening. Bye. Thanks, Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Jim. My name is Janie. I remember at my first Al-Anon meeting, before I went into the door, I wasn't sure what were these people going to look like? Uh, where do they come from? I don't know if I thought they were alien or whatever. I just really didn't know. And when I walked into the door, everyone was laughing and, and just having, seemed to be having a party instead of getting ready to have a meeting about their loved ones being having a drinking problem. And so when I sat in that meeting, I cannot tell you even today what they said. But I do remember in that meeting I laughed because I had not laughed in many, many years. And it was that belly laugh that, that just came out. And I believe to this day if I had not laughed in that meeting, I wouldn't probably still be coming. Um, not only that, but I thought that how can these people laugh, you know, you because know, my spouse was drinking and, and I couldn't do anything about it. Um, and another thing that I've, I remember is that they told me to keep coming back. They didn't tell me how long to keep coming back. They just said keep coming back, that you'll learn something and hear something in every meeting. And I also seemed to sense that I felt like they were looking in my windows because what they were talking about was the same thing I was experiencing in my own home. The anger, I can tell you that was the only emotion that I can tell you I felt when I came into Al-Anon was anger. And, and I made up my mind I wasn't going to be there that long, you know. I, was not, I wasn't the one with the problem. They were the one with the problem. And I was just going to come for a little while, and that was it. That was it. I, but, you know, what I've learned in Al-Anon to this day, and as I kept coming to meetings, was it was about me. It wasn't about the person with the drinking problem. And I didn't know who I was. I didn't know how I felt about anything. But as I learned and continued to come, I, f 
found that person that I had lost during those really, really bad drinking years. And, and so as time goes on, I've learned about who I am and what I feel. And that was so important to me. But it all started with laughter. Thank you for letting me share. Thanks, Janie. Thanks, Janie. Thank you, everyone, for joining us in this Al-Anon family group meeting. Every day all over the world, similar meetings take place in the anonymous and confidential safety of Al-Anon. There are no dues for membership in Al-Anon family groups. Al-Anon is self-supporting through the voluntary contributions of its members and the sale of Al-Anon literature. We invite you to join us again soon for part six in our series of first steps to Al-Anon recovery. More people who have been affected by someone else's drinking will join us. They will introduce you to step one in Al-Anon and describe what kinds of changes the 12 steps of Al-Anon have made in their lives. If you are ready to try a face-to-face Al-Anon meeting, scroll to the bottom of the page at www.alanonfamilygroups.org and click on how to locate a meeting. Or you may call toll-free during business hours Eastern Time, 1-888-425-2666 to find an Al-Anon meeting in your community. Thank you for listening to Part 5 of First Steps to Al-Anon Recovery from Al-Anon Family Groups. If you missed Parts 1, 2, 3, or 4, please go to www.alanonfamilygroups.org and click on podcasts. You are invited to join us right here for a future podcast, and you are welcome to join us at a meeting of Al-Anon family groups in your own community.